Can you dig it? Like you choke me while I choke him. This is so hot. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, dude. Kali commands. <laughs> Bring me your mouth. Merc him, son. Beyonce. I'm always Beyonce. Yeah, he's the king of the thugs. Yep. Ride or die. No, 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 no. Welcome back. Ah. Dabblers. Oh, that was, that was a while. Welcome back, dabblers. Ah. Gotta be more quiet. <laughs> Welcome back, dabblers. You're just so excited. I know, I can't, yeah. but... Welcome to the thing. Yeah. To the sh uh, showtimes. Um, so, since our Genghis Khan episode... Yes. I've been getting really into old 90s female... Mm -hmm. like, like, the big hit songs from... From, from, from the 90s and 80s female... Uh-huh. Just in general, I guess, stars. I don't know. I don't know. This started because of Enya? Yeah. All right. So I started out with Enya. Uh -huh. um, as we know, I'm Booth. In John Wilkes Booth, I end up singing the Turn around every now and then. Turn around. Yeah. So uh, I've just been listening to that now ever since. Just a whole bunch of different. So you're just a Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera. I mean, I haven't got too much into like the... Boom. The super pop, like Britney Spears and, and oh. Aguilera. You know who was good, though, was hmm. uh, Shakira? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I oh. don't know any of her music. Just no? want to look at her. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't. Uh, I, I heard that she's going to be doing the uh, Super Bowl with J-Lo. Mariah Carey? No, oh, Shakira. Shakira. Yeah, I'm going to... I can't do it, <laughs> yeah. but you know. I'm going to turn the sound down. And just look. Because I don't need it. You're going to miss the best line that was ever written in, in music. Which one is that? Luckily that my boobs... What did you say? Luckily that my... Hmm. I can't remember now, so it must not be the best. <laughs> Luckily my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Yes. Well, she is a modern poet. And then she goes, ole, 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 ole. I can't do the, that noise she does. I don't know how to do it. I don't even know. She carries some kind of force of nature. And then she belly dances. Oh, God, yeah. Throughout most of the video, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I just think that's how Shakira moves around. She moves <laughs> yes. around. That's not her doing a belly dance. They just put the cameras on her, and that's what she's always doing. So yeah. That's what she's doing in the video. Doors wearing belly shirts, and like, we just need to record this. Yeah. To get somebody to... They actually wanted her to dance and do other moves, but she didn't. She that's just, all she knows how to do. She just walked around, and that's... Technically can't dance. It's just how she walks. Yeah. Well, welcome to the thing. Yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. I'm sorry. No, it's an interesting fact. No, I'm sorry. I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, you should be, but... I mean, I am. So, wh who are you listening to other than Shakira? I'm at Enya, and... Sure. And then... Uh, I don't got anything else. <laughs> <laughs> eh, that's all right. Yeah. 90s was a, a good time for the musics. Yeah. A lot of my favorite shit is from there. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Me too. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Mazzy Star. Mazzy Star, maybe is what it is. I don't know. Who's that? It's a 90s band. I'm sure you've heard them. I haven't. Um, it's really depressing and dark. It's great. It's uh, This singer's Hope Sandoval. Depressing and dark. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I like that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Um, welcome to the, to the peoples and the times. Uh... Tom Cruise is here. He's in the house. Tom Cruise is back? Shut up! What's he doing back here? 
he and Woody Allen have been rabble rousing mm. in my house. So when I leave, I have to take one of them because the wife is like, just, just break them up. Rabble rousing, of course. Yeah, that's what they do. What's rabble rousing? It's what celebrities who are trapped in my house do. <laughs> they rabble rouse. <laughs> they get into the crackers and they spill them on the floor. <laughs> they get their muddy oily fingerprints all over the windows and i see you like opening the door and they all just start scattering like dogs <laughs> on a... i'm trying to get out I'm trying to... <laughs> and then you're like god damn get it in the house and the neighbors are like should we be concerned don't worry about it i'm doing the right thing <laughs> trust me as you start dragging one of them away from the window just lays like help i'm tom cruise oh, tom cruise get in the house get in your cage he, I'm going to put him in his portable cage today. I think they call that a, a dog kennel, but I call it a portable cage for a Scientologist. Mm. That's a label. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just That's a label for my wife's label maker. Yeah. One, one of the two. It's officially your wife's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She labels the other one. She label maker. She puts it on it. Label maker one and <laughs> label John. Label maker B. And John. Oh, and John. She named the other one. Oh, nice. Hey, John, can you help me with this? John is clearly the better, you know, she favors that one. She named it. She yeah, named I don't I don't know. Label maker one, uh, he's probably sad. What's so, your name? It's your uh, name. Bust a bust. So if I already get, oh, if I already get a label maker, I could put bust a bust on you. Yes. Nice. That would be accurate. Bust a bust woohoo, or is the woohoo just you saying woohoo? Uh, I think woohoo's a good part of it. Oh, good. Yeah, that's oh. a family name. Yeah, it's the family, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's definitely part of it, yeah. I'm from the long line of, of Haitian woohoos. Nice. Mm-hmm. Haitian. If I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's correct. Jamaican, maybe? Hmm. You I don't know your own heritage. Eh, not everybody knows. I don't know mine. I don't know, yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm not particularly interested. And if I do 23andMe, they're just going to find a bunch of serial killers. So <laughs> I'm going to stay off of that. Keep the mystery. Serial killers? Yeah. Which is great. That's partly what we're talking about today so if i were to take john uh to label you what would i put on there oh well um i'm definitely uh always jumping the gun brad why are you always doing that brad i mean i don't try to i just it's just what you do mm-hmm. all right so let's get in the episode oh wait we got to do a fun fact do you I have something fun jump the gun. fun I, I almost jumped the gun fuck oh brad yeah God I do. damn it brad i know every time we go anywhere he's just... like oh but wait i gotta get a burrito like, we're not even there yet. Oh, yeah, we're in the car. Yeah, we're on our way to the burrito store. It's a bummer, too, when it comes to sex. I don't even need to tell you, I think, what happens when I jump the gun on that one. Um, It's great. Well, yeah. For you. Yeah, I gotta wash my pants a lot. <laughs> Just all the time. <laughs> Just every day. Just, yeah. Just whenever. <laughs> uh, oh, damn it. Your, oh. your wife is just... Mm. Just so unhappy. Mm-hmm. Just so... So very unhappy. It's so it's so bad how much I jump the gun that she even tries to surprise me because I am the one who jumps the gun, but somehow my body can just sense it. So she tries to like, like do it before I'm a, like aware. She, but I still. She tries to do what, Brad? Jump my bones. Oh, so she tries to anticipate you before you've anticipated yourself, so but that you too, don't jerk, late, so you don't just get off. My body, my body just knows. I can feel it in the air. Hey. I don't know. Good for her for committing to. That's a lot of work. I can feel it calling on me now. Time now. <laughs> I can oh feel Lord, it. my pants are filling up. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, Philly Collins was talking about. 
So I'm jumping. I'm jumping the gun, Brad. Well, it's you know you've recognized what your life is. Yeah, and that's good. Most people don't ever. I don't know what I do. I just woo Yeah, knock knock. Jumping the gun, Brad. Oh shit! I oh, forgot fuck. to wait for you to Thanks. say. Hold on. Sorry. You gotta say who's there. Shit. <laughs> it's Brad. I'm, I'm Brad. Brad <laughs> fuck. Sorry. Well, my fun fact for the day is that I have, um, so, I don't know, I kind of ran into this while doing research on a few other things. I actually ran into this more than once, so mm. I, I was like, you know what, I gotta bring this up. Um, the Nazis, yeah, if you remember from our previous fun fact, Nazis is not what they called themselves. Mouth that was breathers. a bad name, yeah. They, uh, American Nazis, huh? You're idiots. Yeah, dumbasses. They don't like that they were called Nazis, and you named yourself. Anyways. Really, you, you could have done a lot better job with that, guys. It's just a tiny bit of Nazis. research. A little bit. Literally one search. But the Nazis, I learned, they actually were inspired by the Jim Crow laws when they were trying to figure yeah. out how they were going to, you know, basically start fucking up the Jews on their So they country. wanted They were like, um, how do we disenfranchise these people? Well, what are the Americans doing to the blacks? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty well known what was going on in America when it came to, okay, the blacks were freed of slavery. However, they're clearly not being treated very well. Yes, they are free. Yeah. So they were trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we make it so we can kind of make the Jews in that kind of same spot? There was some issues, of course, where as the blacks started from slavery and then moved into what, you know, the Jim Crow laws kind of, you know, made for the blacks. Yeah. But for Jews, um, they were already in high statuses, so it's kind of hard to be like, how are we going to knock them down? Yeah. But they still took a lot of tips from how we treated black people. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we're just going to implement a lot so of that shit. the Holocaust began with separate drinking fountains? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of escalation. I think they uh, basically, I actually have all the notes here. It's like, kinda... you guys have to ride in the back of the bus, and in two years, we're going to kill you all. So one of the laws is something that had to do with, it's kind of funny, because we, even though you think of Nazis and, and Jews, you're like, that was more extreme than what we did to you know black people during the Jim Crow laws. But there are some stuff that, America still did that was worse than like the extreme of it. So, for instance, mm. I guess if you had, if you're a black person and you had at some point in your ancestry white blood, you might have gotten a little bit of mm. extra, I guess, treated a little bit better. Like if you were pure black, right? Then you're like, yeah, you're not a person. Yeah, I remember reading something about that. And then if you had some white in your heritage, they're like, you still suck and we hate you, but. Okay, you've got some white family, you know, somewhere. So we'll we'll let you read a book. Yeah. Yeah. So what they did is they kind of took that same idea and they told Jewish people that if you had, like, German descent, then, like, you were okay. But how can you even tell? That's the thing. I think that was the point is they could See, manipulate that shit and be like, oh, you're not real Jew. No, I don't or, believe Or you're not real German. I don't believe it. And they would measure their noses and shit. Ugh. Yeah, it's not good. So that's how they were doing it. Measure like, their noses. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Germans, their, their whole thing was that you had to have at least one grandparent that was uh, Jew or was German descent. So if you were from a different country and you were Jewish, they were like, you don't have any German rights here, so you're a Jew. You're just a Jew. Yowza. Yeah, they're, they're not very nice. I always thought that one of the things that made uh, racism in America prevail is that 
you know, it's a there's a visual difference, right? Hmm, yeah. Because that's the only thing that, I mean, that's really the only thing. Yeah. Is that they they have different color skin, so so it's just easier to say, this is this anybody who looks this skin color we can just disenfranchise, but European Jews look like everybody. I mean, I guess maybe if you're from over there and you're that racist, you can find distinctions like nose length, but that seems like you're working a lot harder Why not? to be a dick. I mean, like in America, we're so good at it because it's so easy. We're like, <laughs> yeah, look, he's brown. He's a different color. He's different. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just talking out of my ass. I wouldn't be able to make it because I don't think I have any Jewish heritage at all. However, I have a honker, man. I have a bit of a nose. So they'd be like, <laughs> Jew! And I'd be like, okay, well, whatever. Well, I got a Jew nose. What do you want? <laughs> oh, well. I got a big nose. I don't care. Yeah, maybe, you know. I would say I could smell things better than you, but I have allergies, so I'm a deviant in something. <laughs> <laughs> they would have put you in a concentration camp for that joke. Yeah, probably. They would have concentrated you. <laughs> concentrated me? Yeah. <laughs> for, for that shitty deviated is that a Is that a right way of using that as a verb? They will concentrate you. Yeah, they're going to concentrate you. Sounds like to death. It sounds like some kind of juice, like concentrated juice. <laughs> yeah, concentrated juice. Oh shit! <laughs> I feel like I feel like I should feel bad about that joke, but I don't. I, don't. I didn't really mean to come across it that way. Well, no, maybe that's what they were trying to do. <laughs> you know, Soylent Green, and they were just trying to figure that out, and they they fucked it up. They cooked it for too long. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so who are we doing today? People time. Thug Baram. All right, so thud, as in like you, you hit your head on something. Thud. Thug. Is it thug? Yeah, like thug and like T H U G. I'm thugging. Oh. And I feel so good. Thug and it feels so right. Barong. Motherfucker, I'm thugging. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's Freddie Gibbs. Freddie, don't kill me. Is he a rapper? Yeah. Thug. Oh, Thug Barom? Yeah. No. Isn't he's not a rapper? He might have rapped. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, then if he's not, who is he? Uh, he is. Uh, His first name's Thug. He, what he is is a people time topic. A topic? Yeah, that's what he is. Oh, okay. I like people time topics. Um, I guess the reason that he qualifies for people time is some people would consider him the most prolific serial killer of all time. What? And there's a distinction there which we can discuss. He's the most distinct. I've never most heard of prolific. Him. Really? Yeah. Why have I never heard of him? Um, I think like because you haven't heard this episode yet. Oh shit, you're right. I got it. Yeah. When do can I hit? Is it like space balls where I can go hit play and like catch up to this point? Like no, no, I gone too far. I to go back. Okay, here's where we're at right can now. Can we do that? I think so. Has Mel Brooks invented I've that technology? I've seen it happen. So I mean. Yeah, I saw the movie. And I yeah, I do have a lightsaber that comes out of my dick. You. You do. It, I have to be careful, but yeah. It's actually not as fun as it sounds. It's weird. Can we say Schwartz? Which is funny because it's them not saying the force because they don't want to get sued. So can we say the off-brand of the... I don't think Mel Brooks is the litigious type. He seems like a nice guy. He does. And he's also ancient as fuck, so I don't think he cares anymore. Yeah, it's also true. I saw some like documentary with Jerry Seinfeld and he went to talk to Mel Brooks. And he just hangs out in his living room all day. That sounds awesome. Watching old movies. Yeah. Being funny, because he's Mel Brooks. Young Frankenstein. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, man. Shit, yeah. All day. Well, so, um, what were we talking about? Thug Baram. Yeah. From India. So he's from India, and mm -hmm. he's the most prolific serial killer? Yep. 
This is so weird. And, well, and that's debatable, but he's also, you know, the word thug. It's is in his name. It's because of him. Really? That's where it comes from? Yeah, I mean, thugging? there's a whole other story around him that would have happened without him, but I think, he, you know, because it's his first name, it popularized it. Okay. Which, so is it weird that I don't know who this is at all? I have no idea. I didn't know who he was until I did the research. Okay, good. Because I think of like Dahmer and, and Fish and... Oh, yeah. But these Manson. are... I mean, you think like Bundy's numbers, I think, are like 12 or 15. Yeah. Dahmer, I think, is somewhere 9 to 10. It's pretty small beans compared to Thug. Really? Small as fuck. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I'm getting strapped in. Fuck! Okay. All right. So he's Deep from... breaths. He was born in murder, India? Murder, murder, murder. Yes. He oh. is Indian or Hindi from Hindustan. Uh, oh. As we learned on People Time earlier. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, ex exonym. Endonym. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Let me weave you a tale. <laughs> so uh, let's say you're uh, you're in northern India. Okay. Oh, I'm northern India. Got it. You're in northern. Oh, you are? I don't know. Did you say I am? Sounds, I thought sounds, I am in. Sounds, I am in there. Sounds hot. Okay, so you're in northern India, mm-hmm. early 19th century, 1800s. Thank you. Yep. And uh, let's just say you're 1800s. 1800s. So uh, we're talking about like uh, Civil War time frame. No, nah, because that's later. So we were earlier than the Civil War. Yeah. Th- this is around when uh, let's say Walty Whitman's was born. Okay. And. Uh, uh, John Wilkes Dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Was born around this time. But we're on the other side of the world. We're in India. Yeah. And let's just say that you are in a traveling party. You're like a merchant. And oh. you're working your way up to Punjab to get yourself a nice oily Punjab. All right. But jumping the gun, Brad, always gets a little too early. And that's. And everyone's like, dude, can't you not wait to get, get to Punjab? You got to also help pull the cart. Now you're all greasy. Now you can't pull the cart. Oh, well, the rest of us need to get there, Brad. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. So does Brad just go home now, or does he help the party get there? I mean, you never know what Brad's going to do. He's going to jump the gun either way. (laughs) Well, I'm done. I'm going home. (laughs) I'm sold it. Where are you going? Brad! Brad! We left yesterday. We're like... Every time. I don't know why I didn't say this. Every time he does And all of a sudden he can go, oh, oh, and his wife's nearby. Brad. <laughs> Stupid Brad. Well, you're on your way up to Punjab, and uh, in the middle of the night, you encounter a group of, uh, another group of travelers. Okay. But they seem nice. They got fire going, they got some food, and they're a smaller group than you, so you're like, I'm not threatened. And you're like, hey, what's up? Can we hang out? You know, and it's friendly. It's nice. Yeah. These This group of guys, super nice. They're also on their way up to get a nice, nice oily Punjab, so they join your, your, your caravan. Like, sweet. So you keep moving. A couple days later, kind of a similar thing happens. You see another camp of guys. They seem nice. That's going to happen Certainly in the world, offensive. right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're like, this is really nice up here in northern India. Everybody's nice. So you join that camp, and the next thing you know, you got a large caravan. And then one night, you're enjoying your new company. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, this is, great. This is fucking great. This is the best. But then you have a sideways thought. I've heard about roving bands of murderers up here. What if all these groups are just playing us until they outnumber us? You mean like it's just like one group that's just been... Slowly attaching themselves to you. And you're uh-huh. like, 
No, that's ridiculous. That's way that too elaborate. That is ridiculous, yeah. And then one of your new friends is like, hey, buddy, you want to you wanna smoke before you go to bed? I got some tobacco. And I just and finished like, my cigarette because I jumped the gun. Oh, Brad. <sighs> I thought you went home. I'm sorry. I'll have another one. I'm sorry. I'll have another one. I thought you... I, I came back because I had to go make sales tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm here now. <laughs> Did you already fuck it up? Did you already sell it before you got there? I mean, I got the money. I don't know why you're mad. I just can't go anywhere with you. It's uh, I. It's really, I should be able to anticipate what's gonna happen, but every time I'm like, God damn it! It's really weird when you hear me making grunts and noises and my wife's not around. You're constantly doing that, though. <laughs> we call you Brad the. Ugh. Oh. We should be calling you. Look out. He's well, gonna he's gonna jizz on you, Brad. But well, I'm ready to go have that cigarette. <laughs> so you ask? Oh uh, yeah, one of your companions asks, and he's like, Yeah, sure. I'll get you some. And he turns to one of his friends and he says, hey, would you uh, grab the tobacco, please? And the next thing you know, from behind you, you are strangled to death. With, Why? With, a, with a, a cloth, with a coin sewn in the middle of it. So the coin presses against your Adam's apple. Shit, that's fucking Yeah. Dark. So one guy grabs your legs, one guy holds your head face down, and the other guy chokes you to death from behind. What about all my friends? They all get attacked too. They all get murdered in the same exact fashion. Same wow. position. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? Well, they rob your asses. Yeah. Uh, they take all your stuff and they bury you ritualistically in a mass grave. That's terrible. Well, <laughs> you've just had an encounter with Thug Baram. So he has like a gang of people. Yeah, so who we're talking about is the death cult, the Thuggies. Yeah. In in uh, India around this time. I think I'm starting to already understand where the name comes from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're called Thuggies, um, which is, it, it actually translates into deceivers. Oh. Or it comes from the Hindi uh, Thuglana, which just means to deceive, because they conceal and deceive. So is Thug himself, is he the, like, the king of these guys? Yeah. He's the king of the thugs. Nice. Yep. Ride or die. No, 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 no. And so uh, is this kind of the only way he does, he goes by killing is just to rob people? And, and uh, I, guess, I should probably let you yeah, tell the story. we'll get into that. So Thug Baram, what we do know, uh, I should say, this is going to be less biographical per normal people time because yeah. physical things to know about Thug is small. There's a bigger story around it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be fun. Okay. I'm going to rap. Oh, so uh, he we do know he's born in northern India in the 1760s. Okay. Oh, so that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. And eventually he becomes the leader of the thuggy cult in the early 1800s. So he's like almost he's like in his 40s and 50s almost. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. He well actually older I think. Yeah. Hmm. Because well by the time he dies anyway, thuggy, uh, they know has been some version of a death cult in India since the 1300s. Wait, what? There's the first mention of this death cult called the Thuggies. So he joined up after it already existed, though. Yeah, he didn't invent it. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. But the Thuggies uh, worship the goddess Kali, who is the Indian god of... Dogs. I wish. Kali? Hmm. Kali, like, oh, like border... Yeah. The Indian god Border Collie, mm-hmm. the wonderful goddess of cute boys, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and bones, and bone boys, and bone boys, 
in the house. You're not in it, Tom. God damn it, Tom. Yes, I know. You're in a dog crate. That's ironic. You're still not part of the That's crew. Pretty, that's pretty ironic. It's, You're not part of the crew. Tom Cruise. Eat your bone. So, uh, yeah, the goddess Kali <laughs> is the goddess of uh, destruction. She's uh, one of the incarnations of Parvati, who's like the, the mother goddess over there. Yeah. Um, and Kali is one of the, it's called Shakti energies. I, everything in the Indian uh, cosmogony is just, it's all versions of Brahma. Okay. And Kali is the version of Brahma that is murder, essentially. So weird to have a god that's uh, all about that. Well, Brahma has like, you know, nobody sees Brahma. Brahma just has uh, Vishnu and Shiva. And Shiva is like the death and time and wisdom. And Vishnu is like creation and happiness and sex. And oh, I think I just do the uh, Vishnu guy. I just, I'll just hang out with that one. Well, you know, uh, Hindus think that Vishnu is every important person is Vishnu. Wow. Like Jesus was Vishnu. Wow. Buddha was Vishnu. Um, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's Vishnu? Sure. Oh. What? Why not? Okay. John Glenn? Oprah. Oprah is Vishnu. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, I love Oprah. She's pretty cool. Yeah. I do think it's weird that she, like every single one of her magazines is just a photograph of her. Yeah, that's not bad. There's nothing wrong you know, with that, but it's a lot of like it is her magazine. Oh yeah, she totally deserves it too. Do She's badass. Want. I just always thought it was funny because like, is this come out daily or or weekly or monthly? She's got to do a lot of photo shoots, man. Fuck. Yeah, she just takes them herself. She loves yeah. how how she looks on the cover of her own magazine. Yeah. Oh, that's me. She says that every day. Oh. That's me. Oh, I look cute here. Oh, I look nice. Oh, this is good. Hmm. I better go build a family for, or build a home for a poor family. This is very Vishnu of me. She, that's, I think that's her motto. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm Vishnu. You get a Vishnu, you get a Vishnu. Everybody gets a Vishnu! <laughs> you know, there's one person who uh, isn't Vishnu. Huh? And Vishnu wishes that he was them. Who, Brad? No, no, no. That's, hey, how arrogant do you think I am? I don't know. I'm a little bit arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce. I'm always Beyonce. That's what Vishnu says. Oh, Vishnu wishes he was Beyonce? He's like, yeah, I'm always Beyonce. And Beyonce's like, hmm. No, you're not. Vishnu, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. You want a real goddess? Yeah. D Diva is the female version of a hustler. And Vishnu's like, okay, I want to be that dope. Oh, damn. I can't. I just have to be Jesus and Mother Teresa and shit. Mother Teresa? Mm, no. Oh, no, that's true. She sucks, huh? Yeah. We, we should... got to do people time on her. We should. I love how the narrative on her flipped pretty, like, not that long ago, I don't think. Yeah. They found out she was just a, rave, a raving bitch. Terrible person. Um, Kind of a great metaphor for the Catholic Church in general. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Real pious image. When bunch you get, of pedophiles. I was say, when you got popes that are touching children and uh, your Ugh. your icons at the, the top of the line are doing the worst stuff, I mean... I mean, when your god is a guy hung on a piece of wood who's just bleeding, you're going to have some dark thoughts. <laughs> Maybe it's time to uh, lighten up the mood or change religion. Something. Get a, get a different Vishnu. There's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's all... You know, one of the more traditional ones in India is Krishna. Krishna, all he does is sleep with people. 
That's awesome. Yeah, Krishna, one of the biggest stories from him is that he fucked a bunch of, they call them uh, cow maidens. Why do they call them that? That's a terrible thing to call someone. Nah, they were like herders. They like herd cows. Oh, I just thought it was like... But that just mean... Well, a mean way to call fat girls. <laughs> <laughs> Krishna like He's a chubby chaser. He likes the big ones. Hey, hey cow maiden. Hey they, there. They need loving too. Yeah. And they, lo- and they love it when it comes from a Vishnu. Yeah. No, that's one of the greatest Indian stories I've ever heard, is that an actual demigod comes down and just fucks young girls. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, who's going to stop me? I'm a god. Yeah, look at me. I have blue skin. I'm good looking. I'm awesome. Mm. But you don't want this cowgirl? Come on, hop on. Let's go for a let's go for a ride. And they're like, Oh, okay. I'm Vish. Oh, no. Wait, you're not Vishnu? I'm one of them. Yeah, I'm one of the Vishnus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm the blue skin one. <clears throat> like, yeah, that that Virgin Mary can suck my dick now because I got me some what Vishnu. Up? <laughs> Every virgin can suck my dick. Yeah, well, yeah, that's too. Because I'm, fish, I'm fucking Vishnu. What? I think we've gotten off topic. Vishnu is the <laughs> ultimate fucking thug. Uh. Um, well, Kali, let's see. She is depicted with a necklace of human heads oh. and several arms holding different weapons. Um, she's no fucking joke. She sounds like an asshole. Well, it's funny because her uh, partner or consort, as they call it, the other half, is, is Shiva, who's like one of the main deities, but... She's always depicted as standing on top of his back. So, hmm. Kali's a badass. And Kali is who uh, inspired the thuggies to murder the shit out of everybody. There, there you go. There's an old story that the thuggies attached to in the uh, the Indian Ramas where Kali fights a demon that every time she cuts him, his blood falls on the ground and the blood turns into another demon. And so she was like, damn it. She cut him and turned into more demons. She's like, fuck, I can't cut him. So she cut two stripes or strips of clothes off of her clothes and gave them to two men. She's like, go strangle all those demons to death. <laughs> and they did. And then thuggies are like, we're that's gonna, what we do. We're going to keep doing that. Yeah. It just sounds hardcore. Fuck yeah. They're like, this is so badass. <laughs> this is fucking thug, dude. Um, well, the thuggies are all male. And it's usually like a... A father teaches his son to be part of the cult. Damn. Yep. So daddy's going to show you how. Now, look, you got to make sure the coin is right in the right spot Get to it. make sure they can't breathe. Oh, good boy. There all you right. go. You Little it. to the left. He's learning. It's all right. That's some poor old guy's like, Ugh, I'm not dying. <laughs> no. You will. Don't you will. worry. A little stronger, son. Hey, be nice. He's, this is his first time. Sir. Sir. <laughs> be cool right now. My son's like learning some shit. <laughs> This is a this is a moment for us, by the way. This is a bonding thing. You fucking ruin it with your bitching. <laughs> Just let him murder you. Merk him, son. Merk him. So often, <laughs> thug cult members are regular folks. So some depictions you'll find that they, you know, are creepy looking and live in caves. But that's not the case. They were just regular fucking farmers. And how do you join the cult? Uh, it's inherited from your parents or so... your dad. So just uh, if you have a bunch of kids, they all join the cult? I think it's usually the oldest male. And then if you think you can get away with it without getting caught, teach another son. Shit. Let's get some more murderers in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't want to grow too big probably, but you also don't want to like, die out. Exactly. Yeah. You want to keep your numbers manageable, but the more murder, the more Collie's happy, and the more booty you get. Bam. I like Bam. booty. Which, yeah, I think 
you know, everything you see will say that they were doing it in service to Kali. I think they were doing it as an excuse to call. I mean, obviously, they're just robbing people. These are just highway bandits who have a nice story. This like, is kind of how all religion and doing terrible things works, right? I mean, it starts with the bad shit, and then you find a Vishnu to be like, no, 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 no. It's perfect. I found a god who totally is into what we do. Guys, remember all those people we've been strangling to death and murdering? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, me too. Well, I found a god in the books who excuses all of our behavior. Oh, shit. You're kidding. I thought I was going to go to hell or whatever. Mm-mm, man. We're going straight to India heaven. Nice. Let's go kill some more people. Oh, I'm so fucking psyched. Yeah. Oh, his Brad already did it. He already killed someone. You know, we were working up to it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, were we not going yet? I like that if there's a big group of people, he only gets one, and everyone's watching, God, and nobody else it. is jumping on. He's like, we were supposed to do this at 8 p.m., Brad, not Brad. fucking 5 p.m. And you know he's broke. There's nothing to steal. <laughs> you know him. <laughs> oh. God damn it, Brad. Every time with you. Jump the gun, Brad. Well, uh... It's it's reported that usually these are regular people who their other family and friends don't know that they're part of this cult, and they would just mysteriously take camping trips. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's also said that both Hindus and Muslims of different castes, so you know the caste system in India? No. What is that? Well, we were talking about with Gandhi a little bit, where you have like pariahs, which are the bottom Oh, yeah, your classes, yeah. Cat. Yes, class system. Yeah. So the thuggies didn't observe that. You could be a higher caste or a lower caste, but all be in the thug cult together. Damn. And Muslim or Hindu, which the Muslims and Hindus fucking hate each other. So it's a very heartwarming religion. Hmm. It brings everybody together for a nice activity. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everybody gets together and just takes each other's breaths away. (laughs) Just, well, it takes people's breaths away how sweet it is that they're intermixing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I'll eat food with you. Yeah. How much stuff do you got in your in your wagon over there? It's a lot of... Uh, That's nice. A lot of silks you got there. Hmm. could do a lot of choking with those silks. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Huh? I didn't... Some uh, chicken choking. I like to wrap my... Yeah, I wrap my chicken in exotic silks. And then I dance around calling myself a fancy boy. Mm-hmm. Who's fancy? I'm fancy. <laughs> <laughs> just skipping around the desert. And the guy just slowly scoots away as he eats his food. Like, uh-huh. Uh, sure. Okay. I'm fancy. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> well, uh, they did have a code of ethics in which they did not target carpenters. Wait, why? Blacksmiths, women, children, uh, Muslim Sufis, uh, sick people, Europeans. I have so many questions. Go ahead. What are Muslim Sufis? Oh, Sufis are like a high, uh, like esoteric monk class of Muslims. Is it because of religious they're, reasons, but they're, they're very mystic. I think it is because Sufis are like very respected over there because their aesthetics, like they don't have a house. So what happens if you break? Well, first of all, I have so many questions. Okay. <laughs> Why do they have these rules? Um, who made these rules? Uh, what happens if you break these rules? And why those people were chosen? You, you can totally break the rules because there was the caveat of unless you have to. Like if they're a witness to the murder oh. and they just got to go. Or you're like, I also just was in the killing mood. I just felt like it. <laughs> Brad didn't ask questions. He just <laughs> he just killed a lady merchant, yeah. a lady musician. Well, yeah, I think it was because, you know, partially like all religions, they make some shit up. And I think if you're going to excuse murder, you can be like, but – 
We right. don't we don't kill people that help society. We just kill merchants, which helps society. Sure. So not was it was there any specific reasons for the um, you said the two first ones, blacksmith and a uh, carpenters. Yeah, is there a reason for those two? Just because they're good for society. That's just it. There's yeah, because there's also stuff like <clears throat> doctors and writers, like mm-hmm. anybody who was, I guess, a positive contribution. They were like, we better not. But they did. They just tried not to. <laughs> tried not to. I'm getting the itch, man. I don't know if I can hold it. This guy, uh, guy's got a lot of stuff. I really, really want to kill this carpenter. What? Kill? <laughs> Fucking Brad. Damn it. I mean, I was going to do it, but... Yeah, okay. All right. Collie will be happy either way. Yeah. Um. They, uh, they actually targeted pilgrims and wedding parties and traveling merchants and shit like that. That's what their big their big take. Uh, they always use the same killing device, which is called a rumel, which is just like a scarf. With that a coin. Choke people to death, yeah, with the coin in it. Huh. Uh, it's because they didn't carry weapons and they didn't want uh, to be seen because the rumel can just look like a scarf or a handkerchief or a belt or something. Okay. So people don't even know that you're carrying around your murder device. Right. Yeah. Well, and they're not like uh, going to... Like battle with people, it's not like you need like have your hand wrapped up in chain or anything. You're nope. just everyone's gonna surprise attack at the same time, and it's very coordinated. Yeah. Lots of choking. Yeah, it's really hot. It sounds awful. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty fucking gory stuff. Especially like after traveling along with these guys for a little bit, and he's You're like all friendly, and he's like, "Oh man, I can't wait to get back and see my kids. My <laughs> wife is the best. I'm gonna cook you guys, dude. Come over. You're welcome." Any- <laughs> yeah, but we knew each other for like a couple weeks. Why are you doing this? I never liked you. I told you <laughs> <laughs> you talk too much. We were faking it. <laughs> your wife sounds hot. I'm gonna go find your wife. Ah, <laughs> oh, sounds awful. I mean. You do what you have to do when you work for the death goddess. Yeah, everyone's got to make papers. Everyone's got to, you know? It's like every other religion. You just make some shit up. Got to get bread. Well, they had a secret code and hand signals that they would use so they could talk to non-members in front of them. You know, okay. like when they absorbed groups like that on the road, they would use codes and signals. Like when I said earlier when I was like, in that story, uh, hand me the tobacco. Yeah, that was like the a code. code for kill him. All right. So you just have chill. And then they have like a hand sign language they use. It'd be funny though if someone just said, like, yeah, hand me the tobacco. Oh, wait, no, I actually want the tobacco. Don't. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, it's too early. You killed him already. Be cool if some of the codes were also obvious. Like, why is that guy winking at you so much? <laughs> <laughs> Did he just wink 13 times? <laughs> Maybe we <laughs> should hang out with him. With our scarves around our necks. Hey, wink, wink. His throat, wink, wink, looks pretty, <laughs> wink, nice. Cold. Wink, cold. <laughs> Wrap that up. Is your wink, wink, throat cold, sir? Wink. Oh, shit. Oh, that's the signal. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter if it's a secret code or you're going to kill him anyway. It doesn't have to be secret. It should be murder him. <laughs> Go. This guy, that should be the code. <laughs> Wrap your scarf around his throat. It's, it's this more guy fun now. doing codes. It's way more fun. Yeah, when you're part of a secret society, you gotta have cool. That's all the fun shit. You do a handshake afterwards, even though there's no reason. You're just like, hey, secret handshake right now after we killed all these people. Yeah, hell yeah. Bam, bam, boom. Oh, this fucking thug. Oh, I found my favorite secret handshake ever. It's on Bob's Burgers. Ah, 
It's Gene. Gene and his friend have a secret handshake, and all they do is they grab each other's hand and go, secret, and that's their handshake. Hey, that's better than Adler's secret handshake. It's great. I remember reading about the Mormons and the Masons have those <laughs> handshakes, and, and I think it's so goddamn pathetic. Sounds like fucking eight-year-olds. It's silly as hell, Which, man. hey, is fine when you're eight. Well, you know, one of them, one of the Mormon ones, you, I think you, like, touch your left hand to the other guy's side, and then... The back of your hand has to touch. And it's very weird. You can watch it up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And they wear funny hats. I did not know these hats existed. But in the I was Only in the, in the temple, yeah. Yeah. I was in the church for sixteen years, the Mormon church. But they never let you in the temple. No. Well no. to baptize people who don't want to be baptized that are dead. Did you do that? Oh yeah. Fuck. That's wild. Yeah. That is super weird. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. They but they wear they wear funny hats that I didn't know about, and I don't think anybody knows about until well until YouTube showed everybody. But until you actually yeah. go there and you, because you're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. It's secret. Secret. They do that thing where they like do the throat cutting. They do. Like the finger across the throat thing, where you, after you do the sign language, like you you do that symbol, like I won't tell anyone about this under threat of death. That's stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I don't think they do that anymore. <laughs> Yeah. But it's implied. Yeah. We will blood sacrifice you. You can still Elder. find uh, the old Mormon cartoon on YouTube, too. Of what? It's like an old cartoon. Like I think it was made in, like, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe the 70s or 80s? Of, like, the temple rites? It's just about Mormons that are trying to spread out to people who are, didn't know anything about Mormons. So they're like, watch this cartoon. Mm. Like, adult, whoever you are, adult 30-year-old guy, watch a cartoon. Sure. Maybe it's for kids. I don't know. But nonetheless, you can watch it. And they, they talk about the God's name. It, stuff they don't normally do anymore. Their God has a name? Yeah, their God has a name. I thought it was just Kolob. I didn't know he had a name. Yeah, yeah. I can't Is it Richard? <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, I don't think it's Richard. I can't remember now. I have to go That's watch wild. the video. See, I didn't even know that they... They don't talk about it in church anymore. Well, I didn't know that they knew it. Yeah, they, they said that they knew it. And they talk about how God actually came down and actually like had sex with Virgin Mary... To have mm. Jesus, and they, yeah. They talk about all sorts of stuff that's the, now no longer really... The world's greatest rape is yeah. what it was. Well, the biggest lie that everyone fell for, I don't know. Yeah, that too. Anyways. Because the, the, the chick just fucked a guy, and then she was like, no, I never fucked a guy. And the people believed her. Yeah, because the guy that came out was super dope. <laughs> and they're like, I guess that's why. Yeah, I guess your mom wasn't lying. After she was like, you better act like really good because I told everybody that you're the Look, son of the Lord. So here's the thing. You are special. Little <clears throat> little Jesus. Hey, mm -hmm. you're going to have a special life. Spin people's eyes. Whatever. But just say it's all because of God. Yes, mom. <laughs> How come there's always boyfriends coming over? There's not. Shh. Shut, Shh. shut up, you little Do the shit. handshake with me. Okay. <laughs> okay it's a cool. secret. <laughs> Remember the throat crossing thing? Mama will fix you. Mama can make another Jesus. Now go be special. Shit, am I pregnant again, actually? Fuck. I better get married so I don't have to keep faking this shit. God, Mary, what? Terrible. You're a terrible lady. God, I hope there's not a God. Well, um, the thuggies, uh, they all had roles. That you move up in. So if you've been a thuggy for a while, you're the murderer guy. If you're a newer up-and-coming guy, you're a lookout or a distraction. Or you're the guy who holds the feet of the victim. I don't want to be that guy. Like Every single job was a specific role that they would repeat until yeah. you move up. You're like, ah, oh, you moved up, and now you get to murder people. Yay. That's weird. So the murderer is like 
the highest position you can get other than the leader, which is called a Jemadar or Jemadar. Jemadar. Which is funny. It's like that Star, Jafar. That Star Trek species, the Jemhadar. But uh, oh. that's what it made me think when I was pronouncing yeah. it. I was like, Jemhadar? Huh. But Thug was the Jemhadar in, uh, in the, the early 1800s. Shit. So he's the guy. He's the one who's... The, so in charge of the death cult. Did he obtain it from the previous one? Like, how is he? Was he just the next one in line, kind of a thing, or how does that? Yeah, I think it's just that it's it's by vote, I believe, and it's whoever's like the best murderer. They're like, oh, you murder the best, so you're in charge because the other guy died. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you, you're the best at killing people. Yeah, you're the Ted Bundy of our time. <laughs> in the well, past, Ted Bundy's not that great of a serial killer. No. Who's like the ones that don't get caught usually? We don't know them. Oh, that's true. I <laughs> see. Um, what about like BTK? Because he avoided capture for he so did long. For a while, yeah. But I don't think he has a lot of victims. So that means his father had to have been because that's how he obviously got into it. Yeah. Do their moms, do their, their women also I, join? I read some stuff that there are uh, women members, but they, they don't do any of the operational stuff. I think it's more like they know their husband's in it and they help count the booty kind of thing. Okay. But the women don't go out into the woods and murder people. Right, right. As far as I can tell. But they I think there were female members who also worship Kali, maybe help dig graves and stuff. Yeah, which is a real fun family activity. Well, yeah, I mean I was going to say you got a little Jimmy and your oh. wife and you guys all go out and you're like It's a nice picnic picnic day. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a couple of travelers. Why don't we go hang out with them? Let's go be friendly, mom. Yeah. Good idea, Jimmy. Hold his feet! God <laughs> damn it, Becky! Hold his feet! Get the tobacco! <laughs> How many times have we done this? You never do it right! Jimmy, tighter! Tighter! <laughs> this, this is not a good operation. <laughs> we need more than three of us. Let's just, can we admit that? This went okay. disastrously. Next time, we're going to bring all the kids and tell them what to do. <laughs> so we have two ki- one kid for each leg Yeah. to really hold them down. And also my mistress. By the way, Becky, I didn't tell you, but I'm cheating on you. But you know what? What are you going to do? I'm a murderer. <laughs> you going to get upset? Because I'll thug you. Yeah, these are nice guys. Um, they, you, When they bury their victims, it was always ritualistic. So they all like put their bodies in a certain position. And I read one where they broke all their bones, which I guess is supposed to help decomposition, or they thought it did. Oh. Um, and they always sang the same death chant, which is... Bone, 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 bone. <laughs> now tell me what you're gonna do when judgment comes for you, when judgment comes for you. Which we know is accurate. That is true. <laughs> but, but these motherfuckers were just murking folks for centuries. So why did they do this ritual thing? Does it have to do with their god? With the, uh... Yeah. Okay. I don't know if, if it's that they felt bad. And they're like, well, we have to murder because that's what our God wants us to do. So we'll bury them in a nice way. Or, again, it's just an excuse. Like, yeah. no, I'm killing you to steal your shit. And then if we ritualistically bury you, then I can sleep better tonight. Like, hmm. no, Kali want me to. I mean, there's some talk that Kali said, like, if you don't kill X number of people, I have to. And so I would just, you know, flood the land or you guys can up the numbers. Like, oh, shit, we got we to gotta kill, like, 40 people tonight. Oh, fuck, we're behind on our quota. <laughs> Someone's got a clipboard and walking around. Okay, let's see. We killed 38 up here. Well, John was supposed to kill 10, but he wasn't able to. He got sick. Oh, yeah. 
John's an idiot. He's next. Um, <laughs> He's going to go on the 40. Okay, so guys, if we don't get two dozen a night, Kali is going to drown the city. <laughs> Pack up. Let's go. Put on your friendly faces. But they didn't do women bones, or bones, children, bones. right? They said uh, they said I mean, that they, they didn't tried not to. Yeah, they didn't target them specifically. Like if you saw just a bunch of kids, you don't kill them. But if you see a bunch of kids with some merchants, and you're like, well, I mean, they're you know they're gonna grow up to be merchants. That's not good. I don't want that. Well, and also we're we're behind. So like, is it gonna be this kid or is it gonna be somebody else? Might as well just. And he's does here. kid count as a full person or is it half? Like <laughs> when we hit our quota, I don't know. Count as half for now. We'll figure that out later. All right. Kill the kids. Kill all of them. <laughs> They only count as half, so we need just as many. We need we need double it. Yeah. Infants are a quarter, so I don't know. Oh, so terrible. <laughs> do what you got to do with that. <laughs> just make sure to kill four of them so that we're not off by too much. Did they ever get to this point where it's so scary where it's like, shit, we did not meet our quota, and they're like looking around at each other and like, uh, we're going to have to kill one of our – who's the shittiest kid here? <laughs> we're only off by half. So we're only off by half, um, and we have two kids. And look – Frank, I don't want to say this, but your kid is the worst. So I fucking he's, hate he's him. He's got a weird face, and he's always talking. He, he, never, asks, he never stops talking. Just ask question after question. Why do we kill people? I am busy. Dad, why is the sky blue? I'm choking someone right now. Why are you asking Timmy. questions? Dad, why is that guy bubbles coming out of his mouth? How come frogs jump? Yeah, I'm going to kill him. Uh, I'm going to uh, do it even if we don't need to make quota. You know, I don't even need to do this. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I already did it. <laughs> Jump the gun. <laughs> and whoops. So, per Indian tradition, uh, I just saw a lot about them that uh, Indians don't really see death the way we do. Oh, no? Well, because they believe in reincarnation. Oh, that's right. So death is just a step. You just become another per- fucking person anyway. So you're not murdering people. You're just helping them, helping them to the next life you're just of mo- whatever that's going to be. Yeah, you're just moving the wheels a little faster. They're, they believe they're going to come back as people, or they also believe they come back as different, like... If I remember right, Hindus believe you just come back as a person. Okay. I think it's Buddhists who think you can come back as a like, butterfly like or a tree or, yeah. or something, some bullshit. It's supposed to be, depending on how well you lived your previous life, is how good of an animal... Yeah. Who gets to determine which animals are awesome and which ones aren't? Um, reincarnation has some algorithm. Oh, nice. That they punch into the. Yeah, the it's the soul code. Mm-hmm. So, when you do shitty things, you're reborn as a dung beetle. Yeah. Because yeah. you did shitty things. That's funny. And reincarnation's like, huh? Did you get it? Did you get my? You did okay. And then the dung beetle's like, yeah, I get it. Well, what I never understood about Buddhism, what does a a fox do? In its life, to be better, to be reborn as a person. Like, what ethical thing can a fox do? It's like, should I eat this chicken? I mean, I know the farmer doesn't want me to, but I'm hungry. But I want to be reborn as a lawyer. Shit. All right, I guess I'll go eat dung beetles. Yeah, fuck them, and they're shitty people. Yeah. Well, uh, that's just one thing I saw where, you know, murder, I guess, is seen different. I don't know if I how much I believe that. Well, I mean, it's also like saying, too, like, if I murder this person... If they're a good person, they're going to go to heaven, so it's not really that bad. Same same not logic. Really great justification. <laughs> yeah. It's, eh, all religions create just insane thoughts. 
Yeah. Well, there is a quote from the Calcutta Gazette in 1830 uh, when they were doing a story about the Thuggy where they said, There's not one among them who doubts the divine origin of the system of the Thuggy. Not one who doubts that he and all who have followed the trade of murder with the prescribed rites and observances were acting under the immediate orders and auspices of the goddess Kali. So they're saying that these guys were just fucking all in on murder. Yeah. Because they were like, we have to. Yeah. It almost sounds supportive. Am I wrong? Uh, I think it sounds like they're doing it because they have to. Well, I think the paper was trying to say these guys are scary as fuck. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, warning. Yeah, I guess, where they're like, they ain't joking, dude. Yeah. They'll choke you. They think they're doing it they think they're doing it for the right reasons, so they don't they don't have any problems killing you. Yeah, they got no scruples. Run run away. Uh maybe don't hang out up there. So did they operate mostly in one area of India? Northern? You they're say? actually everywhere, but the bulk of their operations are up north. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because they were so secretive. There are other groups that did this for purely financial reasons yeah. that weren't thuggy. They were just, I think they're called Pindari or Pindari where they, just they're copying. just, well, they're just groups of people who walk around murdering groups of people that steal their shit. Fuck. You know, bandits. So when is it thug and when is it not? Yeah. Yeah. That's tough to say. So was there any way for them to actually start trying to like hone in on these guys? I mean, like. Or are they just warning people to stay away? Were they trying to like hunt down oh, this they, group? Oh, they do. What? Yeah, that's part of the part of the fun time stories we have here. Ooh. Um. Well, apparently, from the little bit that we know about Thug, he was a poor kid from a poor family in north central India, in a place called Jabalpur, uh, which is like mid north. Still, yeah. still there if you want to look into it. But he met a friend named Saeed Amir Ali, who introduced him to. This really convenient and nice way to get some money, which was making rap albums. <laughs> no, it's, it's murder. Yeah. It's being a murderer. And he, by the time he was 25, he actually became the leader of the cult. Wow, that's quick. I think he's just that good at murders. How do you, I mean, I feel like this sounds very, it's going to sound terrible, but I feel like once you've learned how to murder somebody and it's all a surprise and it's not really a whole lot of... I mean, I'm sure maybe some people maybe got away, like probably very few, but maybe none. But uh, nonetheless, yeah. if you're if you're good at, how do you get better at than like my guy's dead? Did I killed him faster than those guys, or I I do it in a way that's pleasant to uh, watch? Would, oh yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> like wow, he's really like you can see his muscles his, rippling, and he's like, look at his form. What's he whispering in his ear? I want to know. I don't even know. I mean, I think it's a lot of that kind of shit, like. You know, if you're that cold-blooded where you can do it all the time, you don't feel bad, you're strong, you know which groups to point out so you know it's going to go smooth. Yeah. Like, that group looks like a bunch of losers. This will be easy. Just like a bunch of, like, 80-year-old guys. <laughs> Those guys. Perfect. <laughs> They're going to be weak. Yeah. They'll do anything we tell them to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's how good Thug was at, uh, at the murders. All right. And the organizing Fuck. of the murders. Good job, Thug. So he's in charge by 25, and uh, it's thought that the Thuggy was like a traditional thing up there, but that it's Thug who turned it into a fucking empire, where like before he was in charge, they would go out maybe every few weekends and target a group. Under Thug, there was more members killing more people all the goddamn time. Just like every night, go get someone. Kali wants more. Yeah. And I want their stuff. And also, yeah, I like I like things. I mean, that's that, has, that doesn't have to do with anything. I just it's just a bonus. Yeah, you know, God's work, God's rewards. Exactly, it's beautiful. Perfect. The Kali gold and shit. 
Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Murder's cool. Well, around this time... People time. People time. <laughs> Jesus. People time stamp. Murder's cool. How do you like that, Tom? You like that? He'll know about it someday. Well, uh... <laughs> Jesus. The At this time, the British are not in control of India, but they are the East India Trading Company. Oh. And the East India Trading Company is not like a company company. It's like a... It's like a government that walks around monopolizing markets and they have a they have their own army that's bigger than the British army. Whoa. So they're working on colonizing India. And they uh well the East India Trading Company had been around since like the 1700s, but they started moving in on places in India through you know intimidation and bribes and monopolizing until it leads to British occupation of India. Right. Right. And their rule got tighter and tighter. I just put in my notes that it, it wasn't until 1947 that the Indians were able to independence themselves from this horse shit. Yeah, after, uh, after, um, a little after, uh, Gandhi died. Yeah. Yeah, Gandhi was, just, after he was assassinated, yeah. He got everybody all worked up and... And then if, he, he didn't, unfortunately, he wasn't alive to see their, see them get their independence, but it wasn't too long afterwards they got it. And, uh, yeah, without him, maybe it wouldn't have been so fast yeah got them all geared up yeah yeah the way thug got everybody geared up yeah that's murder let's fucking murder everybody yeah did they target the, did the thuggies target um like was there anybody else around besides indians like were they like hitting up british folk or anybody uh, one of their rules wasn't was not to kill europeans oh that's right you said that which i think is because it would just get too much attention attention yeah yeah, because everybody, if you're there, you're accounted for for some specific reason as opposed to just being a local. Right. So they tried not to. They did. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, they do here shortly because enter gentleman William Henry Sleeman. Oh, what a weird last name. Sleeman? I don't know if there's any Sleemans left in the world. It's a weird name. Sleeman. I, they probably changed them all. I, I would. Yeah, because they were Sleeman. like, I don't want to be Sleeman anymore. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine the high school? <laughs> Hey there, semen. Oh, <laughs> sleeping with semen. He's like, yeah, that's very clever. I've heard this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's great. I, I've heard that since the... Slimy Sleeman. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. I hate you. That was a little bit more personal than most people say about my... That's fine. <laughs> the Sleemans are a proud tribe. We <laughs> slee all over the place. <laughs> slee all over your mom. Remember the Sleemans. Remember. Remember the Sleemans. Well, this uh, William Sleeman was a soldier and captain for the East India Trading Company who was also super into India shit. Hmm. They called him an Indophile or an Indophile. Oh. Kind of like how you're an Anglophile. That sounds so terrible. I don't like that you call me that. It sounds so... Yeah, you like anglerfish in a really weird way. Anglerfish. It's weird. Oh, it sounds so white. Yeah, not good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you like British stuff. You're super white. I am super white. That's true. Yeah, if I can't help that. That's just racist on your part. It is. I, <laughs> I am a racist <laughs> against white people. Yeah, it's actually probably the best one to be against. Well, uh, Sleeman, I just found a fun note. He actually helped discover some dinosaur bones that he sent back to England that ended up becoming the species uh, Titanosaurus. What? He was just all over the place doing neat shit down there. Fucking dinosaurs are awesome. They were so rad. I know. 
I don't think I ever grew up out of my little kid like loving dinosaur face. Yeah, they're fucking dude. They're Ron, fucking awesome. We should go to the dinosaur exhibit that's down uh down past the point. Let's go do that. I would do that. Yeah, they gotta go dust off some bones. Like really? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like kid stuff though. Well, that's fine. Yeah, but but I'm. Kidding. We were just talking about how we <sighs> didn't grow out of that, man. No. Do you want that? Do you want to see some goddamn dinosaurs? Fuck. Fuck yes. <laughs> okay. What is it called? I don't remember. Just the Dinosaur Museum over there? It's like, yeah, Dinosaur Museum, yeah, something like that. I know there's some pretty badass um, stuff at Dinosaur Park up in Ogden. They have a dinosaur museum with a bunch of bones. I haven't been to that one. Let's go there. That's badass. All right. Thanks, Henry Will, William Henry Sleeman. We'll leave the, yeah. We'll leave the, we'll leave the wives. We'll go on a, on a mandate. Go check out some dinosaurs. They'll just make us stupid. Fine with me. I'll, yeah. They'll just want to know the history of everything. I just want to be like, that's badass. Look at it. Slayman! Remember. Remember Slayman. And then we're just pretending to be eaten by dinosaur bones, even though we're 30-year-old men. Yeah, there's security being like, uh, you guys can't do that. There are nine-year-olds around disturbing here. disturbing the children. Yeah. Like, I'm being eaten, dude. Oh, oh God. Slayman. I'll never forget Slayman. Hey, don't forget Slayman, security guard. Dick. Yes, you don't have to escort me out. I will bring my case of beer with me. <laughs> so uh, Sleeman uh, loved India so much, he learned their languages, uh, Hindi and Urdu. Okay. And just uh, he arrived there in 1809, and I guess he studied their history and religion a bunch. And it's said that he even claims to stay away from the prostitute scene in Calcutta. It's weird that that was said, which well, yeah, made me why? think... He was in the prostitute scene. And it was like right down anywhere that I wasn't here. I was never, I never came to this area. Sleeman never slithered into. <laughs> into the prostitution <laughs> areas of yeah. Calcutta. So he definitely was fucking a bunch of ladies for, for hire. Yeah, he loves India. Right, who doesn't? Yeah. And here is when he hears about these roving bands of murderers up north. Shit. And he's trying to decide if it's like the locals tell him that it's a death cult or if it's just robbers pretending to be in a death cult. And the uh, India East India um, Trading Company is moving stuff more and more throughout the country. And they're like, maybe a bunch of murders up there isn't great. Maybe we should figure out what's going on up there. Yeah. So Sleeman actually joins a local police force there, becomes a magistrate. And he gets a bunch of police officers dressed as merchants to go out there to get ambushed. And they do, actually. They end up being targeted by the thuggies. Fuck. And they are able to arrest a few of them. And some... They arrest some of the thuggies? Some of the thuggies. Shit. Yeah. And it's also what happens around this time is another guy working over there named Lord William Bentnick actually sent some local Indian security companies or gentlemen up there to try and do the same thing and they were all murdered to death. Yeah. So that's when they took the the thuggies that Sleeman had arrested and was like, yo, we're going to torture you until you tell us what's going on. But another weird thing I found was how often the thuggies would just spill the beans like immediately. Really? I think. Really? I thought they were going to be like, no secret. Secret. It's a secret. <laughs> but uh, another thing I read is that they, because they're sort of like fatalistic, I guess, they think Collie's in charge of everything. So they're like, well, Collie wanted me to get caught. 
all the people that are at the camps that are haven't been caught are like, shut up, shut the fuck up, dude. dude. She don't. She wants your ass to get caught. Yeah, I know. My ass. Yeah. Well, another funny thing I found was that they also were fucking fine and stoked about uh, being murdered or not murdered, but being set or killed for these crimes. Oh. Because they were like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come back. I did all my yeah. good stuff. It's just another sacrifice for Kali if you kill me. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. But bam. If you want to give me like a blowy on the way, fine. I Kali would be fine with that too. Yeah. Yeah. She's the goddess of destruction. I'm gonna destroy your mouth. <laughs> Sleeman. <laughs> Sleeman all over your mouth. Yeah. Got a pretty mouth. You do got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Callie commands. <laughs> Bring me your mouth. Um, well, in 1832, through these types of uh, investigations, Sleeman was able to capture Saeed Amir Ali, who was uh, Thug's old friend who actually introduced him to the, to the cult. Yeah. And Ali was questioned and immediately, of course... Um, Started singing. <laughs> Started singing like a bird. Yeah. And uh, he actually sang the... Like 6 uh, 9 style? Like 6 9 Four Topical! Bam, 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 bam! I can't... That, that kid is in so much fucking trouble. Like, yeah. how do you go into witness protection with a face tattoo? I don't know. And I, he's fucking with the wrong people. Yeah. He's in a lot of goddamn trouble. Yeah. Awesome! <laughs> Which is fine with me. Teriyaki Sauce 69. Yeah. Hey, man. Maybe you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> you should have kept your goddamn mouth shut. Well, uh, Ali actually sang the ancient and official thug song, which is, I don't know what this world's gonna bring, but I know one thing. This life is for me, baby, because I'm a thug. All day, every day, baby, because I'm a thug. And Sleeman was like, that's a really catchy tune. That's nice, Ali. So thank you. It's it's actually ancient and respected, so don't be a dick about it. <laughs> Sleeman all over you. <laughs> um, well, Ollie actually led Sleeman to a mass grave where he's like, yeah, this is what we do. This is how we bury him. Check, yeah. check yeah. it out. It sounds like he's not even like – He's not even trying. Like, people aren't even asking him questions and he's just answering <laughs> stuff. They're like, so how does your operation exactly work? He hasn't even gotten at – he jumped the gun. No, they're like, because <laughs> they walk in. They're like, why are you doing like, this? Like, all right, come over here. So we think maybe perhaps you're a suspect in a, oh, no, yeah, I'm a multi-murderer. I'll take you to the grave. <laughs> this is how we do everything. This yeah. is all the people that are in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, the mass grave, they were, as described, all strangled to death, broken bones. Uh, he gave up Baram's name. He's like, he's our oh, shit. main guy. And this was in 1832, and Varam didn't want to get caught, so he was able to avoid Sleeman for <laughs> six years. Mm-hmm. But he, in 1838, uh, Sleeman caught him, and same thing, Varam, once caught, just sort of told him everything. He's like, hey, are you Varam? He's like, so I got this big cold. He just starts <laughs> spilling everything. <laughs> Is your name even Thug Varam? So I'm the leader of a death cult. <laughs> I'm going to jump the gun on this here. Yeah. I'm going gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Brad. Yeah. And he tells him everything, the ploy, the names, the religion. And there is quotes from Baram saying that he uh, admitted to personally committing 150 murders. Shit. Witnessing or ordering over 900. God damn, dude. So that's where world's most prolific serial killer comes in. Right, right. Because some people misquote him as saying he killed 900 people. 
Uh, most of the quotes I found is that he said he killed 150-ish. Yeah. Don't know how he would keep count of that. I was say, after a while, he's kind of like, I don't know, I'm in the 50s or 60s now. God, I don't even know. And then as you keep going, you're just like, I've killed 20 or 30 more since then, so yeah. Well, let's see, what what's today? Is this Tuesday? Uh, wait, are we counting May. children? I don't know. That's <laughs> Yeah. So I've technically killed 123 and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? You don't want to know what the quarter is. Yeah. It's actually not even one person. I had to do a lot of quarters to get, and, and I ended on a quarter. I've done a lot of quarters. <laughs> a lot of quarters. Yeah. And Sleeman's like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's like 12. No, it can't be an even number. So it's 13. One extra. Over yeah. To end with a quarter left over. Anyway, babies are hard to strangle. I don't know if you've ever done that, Sleeman. But uh, <laughs> Collie loves it. I love it. We all have boners. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. That a just lot seems... of asphyxiation. It's kind of got a little twist on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. not. It's not auto asphyxiation if it's if another person's involved. That's. Yeah, I think we we said that before. We said it's it's by auto or tri auto. Well, you wouldn't say auto still, right? Because auto means self. That's true. So it's so auto is one by asphyxiation. Yeah. Buy erotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation, yeah. So you can buy erotic asphyxiation or you can try erotic <laughs> asphyxiation. But you should. Yeah. Yeah, either way. Oh, boy. That's what Baran was dude. And he so got off on all of it. He's like, you choke me while I choke him. This is so hot. Hey, will you choke me while I'm choking you? Don't kill me, but I'm going to kill him. This is what okay. I get. Let's get a whole line of guys. It's a good train. Choke him and choke him and choke there's him. There's only one guy dying, but there's 10 of them in the line. They're all like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> And then one dies, and they all get off. <laughs> oh, a whole line of guys getting off at once. Oh, it's so fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> and somebody walks in and sees us. Oh, my God. What the, the fuck? I want fuck? to go take a poop, and this is... Ah. Oh. Hey, choke him. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 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 what is happening? <laughs> Can you imagine that guy no, no. trying to tell the story later if he escapes to, like, anybody? anybody <laughs> like, you know, I can understand where it came from. I don't even know how to describe my night last night. <laughs> like, Jack and I were up in the hills. <laughs> I go off to take a dump, and I just... I can't even tell you what I said. <laughs> Jack's being choked. It's a train of guys <laughs> all getting off. I don't... Anyway, Jack's dead. He <laughs> <laughs> saw me. I ran. <laughs> Choke him. I don't know. Maybe I'll see if I can go hang out with him. <laughs> seems like an interesting group of folks. You know, you got, you got to try it before you knock it or whatever. Try everything once, including a line of... <laughs> <laughs> a death line. It's so stupid. It's amazing. Ugh. Well, uh, yeah, every guy they <laughs> caught did this. <laughs> Oh God! One guy didn't get off. It was he was almost there. It's quite. It's just, oh. It was not. <laughs> it's just it was, about there, but everybody else got off a little too soon. It wasn't quite fast enough. Fucking, he got. Well, he had jumped a gun, Brad, in front of him. He got off quicker, so he's like, "Ah, oh, damn it! I wasn't quite. Fuck! I wasn't uh, ready. Uh, can we kill another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kill Brad. <laughs> he's already gone. <laughs> he's left. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so, Looks like it's bad news here. I'm gonna take off. That's not what I wanted to see. <laughs> Jumped all over it. 
Oh, Brad. Brad, Brad, Brad. <laughs> well. Crying. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So once Baram spills, um, they get they start rounding up motherfuckers, and they actually end up with like a thousand of them. Holy shit! That's how many people are. Oh man. Yeah. Because I... once Baram caved, he was he was like, yeah, I'll tell you everybody. Fuck, dude. I was thinking the numbers was probably. I was like, man, they maybe have a couple hundred men, like two hundred men. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's according to Sleeman. Uh, let's see. So they had it. It's called the uh the Jabalpur trials, which is the city they're in. Mm-hmm. And Sleeman captured thirty seven hundred. Wow. Yeah. No 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 joke. Um, there's an unsubstantiated story that I only saw on one resource that maybe happened, but it sounds like what the East India Trading Company really fucking wanted, obviously they wanted the murders to stop, but they wanted the the booty. Yeah. Like where's all the shit you stole? Yeah, where did they hide all their shit? So I don't know. Um We don't know. Apparently Thug told somebody it was either his son or somebody that Sleeman hired or worked with pre-trial where they're like if you can get all the gold we'll take it easy on you guys because we would love some of that booty we like money well when they went to go dig up some of these hiding spots the people who dug it up just didn't fucking come back which is oh yeah surprising so when Baram was about to have a trial without any leverage he just took a vow of silence he's like fuck you guys yeah. And because they couldn't try him because he wouldn't talk, they just hung him. Yeah. Um, which was in 40. He's hung in, in uh, Jabalpur along with, I guess Sleeman kind of figured out like who's in charge and who's just works for them or an under guy. And they ended up hanging about 500 of them. Jesus Christ. Took the other several thousand and put them in a very specific prison that was designed for them. Because designed for them. Well, because the cult is hereditary, like you teach your son. Yeah. They wanted these guys locked up for life so they couldn't have kids, so the cult would die. Right. And they took a, a it wasn't a prison beforehand, it was some big building that they turned into a prison and put them all in there and they're like, You live here now until you die. Weird. Which is fun. Yeah, why didn't they just hang everybody? I mean that sounds awful maybe, but maybe it's just too many. That's a lot I was of say, When you said 500, I was like, how many gallows do they have? Shit. Jesus, right? We're out of rope. Bloody. Just put the rest in a building somewhere. Whatever. Yeah. Well, they like hanging out in a line. Can't we just hang them all at once? Yeah. They all get off at once. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is great. Well, that was the funny thing is I saw that they did not have any compunction about being hung because... That's how you become a sacrifice for Kali is you get choked to death. Yeah. So they're like, like, this is perfect. I I'm another sacrifice. This is fucking working out. I must be really bummed if you're like, you're going to stab me or something. Or Exactly. Like, this is great. The yeah. guys who are in prison are the ones who failed their goddess. <laughs> it's the yeah. ones who got hung who did the best. Please, let us out. I need to be hanging myself. You can use my scarf. You can put it around the noose. Come on, please. Like, you guys are just fucking perverts. I don't, I'm not going to keep choking you while you get off again. I'm not doing that again. This is the ninth time, and you know what? It's not that fun for me. I don't enjoy it. I'm a guard here. Yeah. Dicks. We have to do it for our goddess. No, I don't care. No. no. Fuck, fuck you. Well, it is reported uh, that Thug's last words uh, were, How long will they mourn me? That's really what he said. How long will they mourn me? No, nah, it's, a, it's a Tupac lyric. Oh. But Tupac stole it from Thug. Baram. How long will they mourn me? Was he... This was... Yeah, he was being prescient. I don't know how he did that. Magic. I don't know. Tupac said some weird shit. Hmm. I think he's still on an island somewhere. 
Do you? Nah, not really. No. I mean, it is weird that, like, right before he died, he recorded, like, seven albums worth of shit. Like, how did you... Did you know... What's the deal, Pac? I haven't gone into um, either side of... Maybe that should be a people time. Fuck. I haven't gone into... Tupac? Yeah. Hell yeah. I haven't gone into research at all with his life, but I've heard two different people talking, taking the different sides uh, of the conspiracy that he's still alive and uh, the conspiracy that... <clears throat> He's, you know, he died, so it was pretty interesting watching. I have no idea. I mean, being rich and famous and, like, wanting to have an exit strategy and go to an island, I believe, but famous people love attention. Yeah. It's one of the reasons they got famous is because they're an entertainer and shit. Yeah. I just don't think he could pull it off. Yeah. The same thing as they say about Hitler. Yeah. Like, getting away into Argentina. I don't believe that because he would want to rub it in everyone's face that he's alive. Yeah. Because he's a snot. Or even, like, rise back up. That guy had a huge ego. He knew how to fucking talk. Yeah. And the Argentinians, you know, knew it was the Nazis there, so they were sympathizers. He could have sympathized the government into being like, maybe Argentina is the fucking greatest people ever. Let's take over South America. Yeah, but we saw what you did. And, you know, if you would have won, okay, but... uh... He's like, yeah, but have you guys seen the Jews? I mean, (laughs) I did a good thing here. They're all like, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well... Hmm. If there's a racial class in Argentina, he would have, he would have found that. Yeah. Like, nah, we need to kill them. Look at their noses are different. Yeah. Oh no. Wasn't his mother Jewish? <clears throat> Fuck, we're gonna have to do Hitler too. So someday. we gotta do Hitler and Tupac, which probably have nothing in common with each other. It's weird to. Yeah. It's people time, I guess. There you go. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there is an actual quote from Sleeman after this, where he said, "The system is destroyed. Never again to be associated into a great corporate body. The craft and mystery of the thuggy." will not be handed down from father to son. So he killed enough of them, put enough of them in prison. They believe the cult is actually dead. There are some people who think the cult actually still exists. Really? Yeah, but they're like very small time in India, and they kill people very quietly in much smaller numbers. Right. I don't know about any of that. That seems odd, though, because if they did, then that means they're not pleasing their god very well. It's true. They're supposed to be getting a lot more numbers. Well, it is some Illuminati shit. Mm. Sleeman just... He just put all that to a stop. God damn it, Sleeman. Slimed all over it. You know, that means that Kali is just going to have to slime a bunch of poor villages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, with malaria. That's on you, buddy. Yeah. Because the thuggy had got a perfect system to balance that shit out. They're hungry goddess. Yeah. Or maybe like uh, yeah, maybe polio. Or maybe you could do some uh, typhoid. Those are serious, serious animals. Yeah. And Kali's just spewing them on people. <laughs> or <laughs> cholera. Cholera! <laughs> got the cholera! Well, uh, there is some historical dispute over how much the thuggies were... I mean, everybody, nobody thinks they didn't exist, but some people think that the British may have exaggerated numbers or exaggerated influence to make the Indian people feel beholden to them they're like hey look at where you're white saviors or so that brings up the question is did they just inflate the numbers when they spoke or did they actually kill and imprison a bunch of people that uh, were not thuggies <laughs> see that's the thing is i don't think there's any bottom to evil uh. and you know the thuggies were killing people for money east india trading company is fucking people for money it's it's all the same game yeah whatever um there is also a dispute about how much the again it was inflated to help colonization 
because it wasn't that they gave a fuck that local Indians were being murdered. It's that they were starting to open trade routes up there. Yeah. So like, we just need to clean this up so we don't get murdered. Yeah. Otherwise they don't give a fuck kind of stuff. Um, my research kind of made me think that, uh, the thugs may have at times been a singular group, but I think, I think under thug, they were a big single like corporate group. But before that, I really do think it was just like branches or multiple groups of people who justified murdering on the highway and then for money. He's the guy who's in a, uh, what's that movie? Can you dig it? Fuck. Yeah. Brought everybody together. Uh, Osiris. Yeah, Osiris and the Warriors. Uh, yeah. Warriors come out to play. Yay. But Osiris, uh, Osiris died, so but Thuggy didn't, so that was what would have happened. It's the same. Yeah. It's the exact same. I'm going to go watch the Warriors right now. It's such a good movie. <clears throat> well, there is a quote from a professor at the University of London who said, her name's Kim, Kim Wagner, who said the British misinterpreted a local phenomenon saying uh, that the so-called sect was more of an informal network of highway bandits. That's from her historical work. So they're saying that they weren't like this massive cult, but that the Brits either misinterpreted it or faked it to make themselves look like heroes and to clean up some bandits and shit. Yeah. Um, everything that I saw, I decided on they were a real quote or a real cult size. Obviously, I can't tell you. Yeah. I do know they did choke each other in a jerk-off line. That's that's the one thing we know for sure. There's pictures, man. There's pictures. It's <laughs> a really weird bug-eyed out. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking art. Um, well, there's some fun stuff. Uh, Thug's medallion, the one that he sewed into his room all. Sure. Uh, it is around. What? It's called the Canova medallion. You can see it. It's, a, it's in a private collection in England, so it's not in a museum. What? But it exists. I mean, Dude, they used it in his it? trial. Yeah, you can Google it. It's weird. I was just curious what kind of coin they used or how big well, it was. Well, it looks like a coin, but it's just a piece of metal with some kind of engraving on it. Yeah. It's uh, 90 grams. 90 grams? What is that? In? No idea how heavy that is. I don't know either. seems like it's probably heavy enough that get it on someone's Adam, Adam's apple is 90... effective. I don't know why, but whenever I hear something like that, grams, 90 grams, it sounds like it's heavy. It's like, that's a person. Yeah. It's <laughs> 90 grams. So that's like, that's heavy. So that's like 200 pounds? <laughs> 250? <laughs> Thug's just dragging this. Oh, fuck. Just like, is this the God, it's so heavy. Why did I do this? <laughs> but yeah, so it's still around. I want to know what it says now. I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah. That's it's cool. called a Canova. Canova. C-O-N-O-V-A medallion. Um, there's a village in North India called Slimanabad, which is named after Sleeman. Slimanabad? Yeah, because they're so grateful that he nice. fixed this whole thing. Um, there was a novel called True Confessions of a Thug that came out in 1839 by Philip Meadows Taylor. And it's based off of interviews with Sleeman. And it was actually like one of the most popular books in England in the 19th century. Yeah. Because it's like true crime and it's it's interesting as fuck it's like the podcast that i do that do all the crime stuff and but it's in book form yeah it's one of the first true crime podcasts but you have to read the transcript yeah, you have to read it which is lame there wasn't an audio version yet yeah there is now check this out it's like right now i just cracked the universe open <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna preface this with like we're not a true crime podcast yeah by any means no for real reasons but yeah, eh. I'm I'm hedging this less on murder and more on uh, interesting people. Just the word thug, because thug 
uh, as a word, really probably wouldn't have been its own thing without Thug Baron because they were called the Thuggy. Right. And that's how people associated them. In the book, he's constantly referred to as Thug, which then people started using as, well, you're a thug. You're a bad person. You're, oh. Yeah. And so that just took off from there. Um, there's also a fun quote from Mark Twain, who visited India around this time. Well, around his time. Mark Twain, yeah. Yeah. He said of the thugs, the joy of killing, the joy of seeing killing done uh, are the traits of the human race at large. We white people are merely modified thugs, <clears throat> thugs fretting under the restraints of a not very thick skin of civilization. Right. Thugs who not long ago enjoyed the slaughter in the Roman arena. So he... He's like, don't be so high up on yourselves when you read this. And you're like, oh my goodness, as you clutch your pearl, clutch your pearls. Exactly. He's like, come on. You're not as civilized as you pretend to be. Yeah. Yeah. I love Twain. He's pretty cool. Right? He always says the smartest shit. Yeah. And he seems like a cool, funny guy. Yeah. You know? All... Him all... and Tessie. Him and Tessie. <laughs> God dang it, Tessie! <laughs> yeah. All generations are false. Including this one. Yeah, write that one down. That is good. <laughs> well, also around this time, uh, Rihanna traveled to the 19th century India and wrote the very famous quote, There's a thug in my life. How am I going to tell my mama? Right. Which we're all very familiar with. Um, other just shit that has to do with thugs and thuggy, if you have seen uh, the very small beans no one's ever heard of movie called Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yes, yes. The murder and cult in there are called Thuggy. Really? And it's roughly based on them because they do. Wait, where are they at? They're in India in that one. Oh, they are. Yeah. They, uh, you know. Uh... But they take hearts, right? <laughs> yeah, the guy just goes, <laughs> rips somebody's heart out. Yeah. Which the Thuggy didn't do. But... No. They do worship Kali in that movie and call them, they call them the thuggy in that movie. Oh, cool. And it's interesting. Yeah. You call him Dr. Jones, doll. Yeah. That's a great movie. There's also the apparently biggest production Bollywood film ever in 2018 called Thugs of Hindustan. Hmm. Um, I watched some of it on YouTube. It's very Bollywood like. Bollywood is weird. Lots of dancing. Yeah. And it's about the thugs. We're choking people. <laughs> Got you. And then the guy gets up after he dies and they all dance together. Yeah. We have to do the killing. <laughs> Lots of pretty ladies belly dancing and murder. And the god comes down like clearly on ropes. And then she dances and she's like, thanks for making all these guys, you know, sacrifices. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the thugs of Hindustan is like fucking weird it's like the largest bollywood production ever i think i have to go check this out it's very famous um there's also some other movies uh the pierce brosnan flick in 1988 called uh the deceivers and another one called gunja din with Cary grant stranglers of bombay in 1959 there's just a bunch of movies and books about this that's cool phenomenon because it's particularly eerie and interesting yeah uh the guinness book of world records mentions thug as the world's most prolific serial killer. Um, and they attribute 900-plus murders to him. Okay. So that's where that comes from. Yeah. It's the Guinness Book. Why did they quote the 900 instead of the, what he said? Um, they just because were misquoting, like... or maybe they just wanted them. They're like, ah, yeah. he said 900. Let's pretend he said he did 900. Sure. Sure. All right. That's fun. Um, 
this uh, thug I don't need to tell you, everybody already knows it's, it's pretty big in hip hop and I'm a pretty big hip hop fan so mm-hmm. thug is just a word that has sewn itself into the culture from Bone Thugs and Harmony to Young Thug to every one of Trick Daddy's albums yeah they're all named Thug something like Thug Holiday <laughs> <laughs> or or I'm a Thug which is great yeah um the uh, lyric website Genius says that the word thug is used in over 14,000 hip-hop songs. Shit. So from a Indian murderer up to now, the word thug has just carried some cultural effect all the way up until Trick Daddy. And thug t- Holiday. And Tupac. Um, that's the other thing is that Tupac picked up on the word thug and kind of changed what it means in a modern sense now. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, yeah. Thug life is uh, kind of dubious, yeah. kind of contradictory. Uh, I think it definitely has a different meaning today than it probably did back uh, during Thug's oh, time definitely. frame. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because Thug wasn't walking around like strutting like Thug life. <laughs> but also, when Tupac was doing it, it meant two different things all the time. Like, because like he wrote the Thug Life Code, and the Thug Life Code is about respect like respecting your neighborhood and not hurting children but then it's also because tupac was pretty much saying be a hustler be a criminal but then be nice or respect that system and because of that it's not really a real definition for thug still yeah other than the fun uh he pretended it was an acronym that stood for this hate you gave little infants fuck everybody what 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 yeah, that's what Thug Life's that's what Thug Life stands for, obviously. Obviously that's what Thug Life stands for. Oh. So little infants. This this hate you gave little infants fucks everybody. Huh. So it's saying like if you mistreat your children, they grow up to be criminals. Oh. But then he also incites a lot of criminality and that's what led to him being dead, so Yeah. Maybe get Thug Life tattooed on your stomach. Yeah. And then just live a dubious life. And everyone will be like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> and just write a song about, we need to make some changes. We gotta make some changes. Yeah. We gotta make some changes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not criticizing Tupac. I just am making fun of everything. I would never criticize Tupac. I know. I was going to say, you're a, pretty, you're a pretty big fan. Yeah, yeah. I am. But. But you kind of do that. To everything. Exactly. I would make fun of my hero to their face. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks were here. What? You would make fun of Tom Hanks? Hell yeah. He doesn't even deserve that. That's true. I would feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, so when you signed on to do, to do the big movie, was that because you, you misunderstood it and you thought it was about your dick? And what if he's like, yeah. He would because he seems funny. He's definitely funnier than I am. So He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Any more questions? No. I'm going to leave. Okay. I like League of Their Own. I'm going to go home. Do you remember, Will, did you still talk to Wilson? Or, no. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you for your time, Tom. Tom Cruise, let's go home! <laughs> Grab your shit! Why are you nice to that, Tom? You fucking know why. He's charming and talented. And nice. And nice. And not a, a Scientologist. Yeah. Retard. Well, uh, Tupac did uh, oversee the 1992 truce picnic in which the Crips and Bloods in Compton agreed to a truce. B 
because of his thug life. Really? Code. Yeah, it was brief. I mean, obviously, but yeah. he got them all to agree to like a, a strict code of the thug, and the thug code is like, don't drive by somebody's grandma's house, don't let civilians get hurt, handle things privately. Hmm. But it was still like, yes, sell drugs and kill each other. Yeah. That's the thug code, man. It's like kind of like don't bother the rest of the world while we do what we're doing. Kind of, yeah, hmm. which is fun. Um, the word thug has also been in the news lately. If you are into online think pieces, it's pretty much thought of now as just uh, a replacement for the N-word by people. It does seem to be that way, for especially for white people that are saying it. Yep. Sort yeah. of like a softer N-word. Yeah. Because a lot of it is like from when Freddie Gray, uh, yeah, Gray was murdered. Um which, yeah, he was murdered by the police, and there was rioting. Uh, Obama called the rioters thugs, even though they were they were protesting yeah. a member of their community being murdered. That type of thing creates think pieces where they're like, "What's a thug and what's a rioter?" And you're like, "Well, that's just you're saying black. You're what you're saying is black." Yeah. So unfortunately, that's still a thing. Yeah. Because kind of how we started this episode, racism is apparently still a goddamn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going anywhere. Surprisingly, huh? Um, last thing I had was uh, there's a book based off of all this shit with like Black Lives Matter and Tupac. Uh, not Thug Barongum, unfortunately. It doesn't come up in it. But it's a very popular book called The Hate You Give, which is now a movie that came out in 2018 about Black Lives Matter, which just talks about thug and how it's defined for people. Weird. Um, ride or die. Na 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 na. Wicka wicka. Is that, is that what you're doing? Uh huh. That's air wicka wicka in. Well, you got to wicka with the with the air. Why air guitar? So why can't I air? That's a good point. Why DJ. can't you turntable? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What this world gonna give, baby? Cause I'm a thug. Is that is that one of Enya's lesser known? What is that one? Uh, yeah, it's the lyrics that Thug Baram wrote that Enya found in a cave. Nice. And then she made a song where she was just like suddenly, oh my gosh, I'm so inspired. <laughs> baby, cause I'm a thug. Yeah. Baby, cause I'm a thug. Sail away. With the thugs, with the thugs. <laughs> so, that's been an episode of the Times. Woo! That's really weird. I did not know. Not only that, who who was considered to be the the most prolific serial killer, mm -hmm. or that they had a giant secret cult, which is awesome, weird, and weird. They all choked each other in a big chain. Yep, we know that. <laughs> and I that just, uh, just... essentially where the word thug came from. Isn't that just weird? Yeah. I don't even know. How did I not know any of this stuff? I don't know. Thank you, People Time. God. God. What, what a great fucking podcast. I hope everybody subscribes. Yeah, and likes or comments or All both. That. Hey, maybe give us a comment somewhere. Send an email to peopletimepodcast at gmail.com. Woo! And make sure. Sometimes Tom Cruise answers those emails. It's in gibberish, but he yeah. signs it. Make sure to tell your friends that you're a dabbler. Yeah. I mean, the thuggy death cult was a little bit darker. The dabbler cult, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Ugh! Ugh! You want to be cool? 
Or do you want to be a dipshit? Be a dabbler. Be a dabbler. By the way, that's the cool one, not the dipshit one. Well, <laughs> in case you were like, be cool or be a dipshit, be a dabbler. And you're like, which one was that one? Though? Is it somewhere in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> he dabbles. I'm a cool dipshit. I dabble. <laughs> I, I dabble shit. Yeah, let everybody know you're a dabbler. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hey, ride or die. I don't know. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch.